0: The vast majority of our supplements work a lot better in a healthier body. So we help the body get healthier. Then, as the body gets healthier, the supplements are more powerful. Things are always spiraling. They're either spiraling good or spiraling bad.
1: Hey there, welcome to the Biohacker Babes podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Renee, a certified
2: nutritional consultant with a master's degree in nutrition. What's up? And I'm Lauren, functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner and check movement specialist. We're sisters and we're joining forces to empower you to become your own biohacker and upgrade your life.
1: Our mission is to provide actionable steps so you can optimize your health, strengthen your intuition, and support your body's natural healing abilities. Because life is too short to not feel your best every
2: single day. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the show. Welcome to episode 194 of the Biohacker Babes. I am Lauren tuning in from Maryland and I'm joined by my sister Renee. We are wearing the same color. Again,
0: <laughs> again,
2: more synchronicities. Hello, Renee. Hi. Hello, hello. All right, pop quiz question slash how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. What made you choose the color that you're wearing today? Because this didn't happen for the longest time. And now we're wearing the same color <laughs> all the time. Um, I can't say I put too much thought into it other than, uh, you know, those bright
1: blue pants you gave me, workout pants. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with them, by the way. I have to like limit actually how often I wear them, but I'm so in love with them and I really wanted to wear them today. And so the white top just made sense. Can't really give it much more credit than that.
2: Just an intuitive feeling. Gotta wear white. Yeah, I'm wearing white today too. I love it. We're twins. Okay, pop quiz question. What is your favorite anti-aging compound or supplement? I suppose it could be the same thing. Ooh. I guess I'm really kind of back
1: on the NAD kick. Like I've been taking the NMN, doing the NAD patches, the NAD IV. I guess I'm back on feel? that. So I, my doctor upped my NAD IV dose this week on Monday, today's Friday. And my energy felt better the couple of days after the IV versus the smaller IVs. I didn't feel anything. So this was the first IV that I think I noticed an energy boost. And
2: how many are you doing in total?
1: Uh, Well, I prepaid for four. I've done three out of the four so far. I guess then I'll decide after that one. Is that a typical protocol to complete four? No, I don't know what the typical protocol is for people. Some people just do like the mega four hour dose and then don't repeat it again for a long time. So anyways, NAD, what is yours? I have to ask back.
2: kind of rocking the sulforaphane train. Ooh, stinky train. Hey, sure, I guess so. But when you put it in a supplement, it's not as stinky. Mm. And it's also stinky in broccoli sprouts when you eat them. I mean, the sulforaphane is is metabolized as a byproduct. You know, it's downstream. So you could eat the broccoli sprouts. Doesn't taste like sulfur. But yeah. I just think there's so many benefits. I, I love it from an anti-aging perspective, but also just to support estrogen metabolism. It upregulates nerf 2 So it's kind of this master. Oxidative balancing molecules. So, yeah, I I love that. I love things that are just far reaching benefits, a lot of systemic benefits. And that kind of has the one that has piqued my interest over and over again. And it makes sense to me. I'm really trying to understand all this literature on the anti aging compounds. I just think there's so much more to learn. But I feel like I've been learning about sulforaphane and and for long enough that I feel kind of like chummy with it at this point.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's certainly not the new kid on the block. So I like the old kid on the
2: block, (laughs) okay. (laughs) but potentially still new for a lot of people. So we're going to get into surprise, surprise. We're talking about anti-aging longevity today. We're going to get into a lot of compounds that are really important to developing a healthy lifespan that is in contrast to, did I say health span or lifespan? I just said something I didn't even You said healthy lifespan, which is basically healthy plus lifespan equals healthspan. Our goal is to have healthspan, a healthy lifespan, rather than just going for lifespan, which would just be aiming for the max number of years. We want to make sure that our entire life is healthy. So we're going to get into a lot of these compounds, how we can support them, why it's important. And we are bringing on the CEO of Do Not Age, a company that is hands-on doing a lot of this research and they're producing the supplementation, which is kind of rare for a company to do both of those. Uh, It's interesting. So Alan Graves, who we're bringing on, he, you know, lovingly said, we just don't trust other people. So we're doing everything in-house because they really have super high standards and they want to make sure that the research they're doing is fully flushed out, but then also that they can control the delivery and what people are getting so that you can support that research and make sure people are getting the best versions. And And their ultimate mission is to bring down the overall cost of the supplementation so it's accessible for all, you know, traditionally healthcare is Can be quite expensive, especially if you go into these more alternative and more biohacking-esque therapies like NAD IVs, right? They're expensive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the the big goal with health span longevity now is like, how do we get this to the masses? It shouldn't just be for the wealthy. So, Mm -hmm. and he really talks about the free biohacks too. Like the supplements are awesome, but it's like the supplements that you're spending all this money on are going to work so much better. If you first are eating clean, if you're fasting, you're exercising, you're sleeping well, if you do all that,
2: and then you spend a couple hundred dollars on these,
1: woo, that's where the magic happens.
2: Yeah. yeah. Great mission. But I like that. He introduced kind of the spectrum, you know, of course, if we do all of the things to support these processes and take the supplement, it's going to, you know, that's kind of top of the line. You're going to get the, the most benefits, but he also introduces, you know, for the person that still really wants to eat processed food, you will get some benefit. And if that is your MO and that's your goal, that's okay too. Sure. I can't, we can't tell you what to do. There will still be benefit, but you have options for kind of that spectrum. How much do you want to get out of this, out of these efforts? Yep. It's always a personal choice. Yes. Yes. So. Yes, we're excited for you to meet Alan. Alan Graves is the CEO of doonightage.org. They are a global health research organization, and they are the largest NMN supplier in the world, not m ms So if you haven't heard about NMN, you will learn lots about it today. So all right, let's jump in. Welcome, Alan, to the Biohacker Babes podcast. Thank you for joining us today.
0: Thank you for having me.
2: Yeah, we're thrilled to talk about oh, aging. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Done, dun, dun, dun. So, dun, dun, dun. so we love this topic and anti-aging has just been a huge focus, especially in the biohacking space and perhaps to comic levels, because a lot of biohackers are projecting to live to 120 and beyond. And Renee and I would love to aim for that. But I think more importantly, we want to make sure that our health span equals our lifespan. So when we look at your company, It has an incredible name, Do Not Age, which is certainly eye-catching, but underneath that, you have an amazing mission to extend healthy lifespan and also to get the most scientifically researched supplements into the general population and accessibility, which is amazing. So curious before we dive into the literature and what you've created, I'd love to know just your existential view on aging and how long do you want to
0: live? As long as I'm healthy. So yeah. I don't, I don't see why there should be a limit on it. You know, there was a, a "Do Not Age" tweet recently that said, "Nobody thinks they want to live to 150 until they're 149." It's like, what, what age? Do, what age do you put a number on it? If you're healthy and happy, I don't see why there should be a "Oh, 90s fine for me." You know?
2: Yeah. So I guess how do you define healthy? What 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 does healthy or health span look like to you?
0: Still able to do everything that fulfills you and move around and be active you know that doesn't mean you have to be a, an Olympic athlete and compete at the top level it just means being able to exercise and you know walk to the shops and go and see your friends and if you do enjoy any sports being able to at least participate in them.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm there with you though so in my next life I would like to be an Olympic athlete just putting it <laughs> <laughs> oh, really?
0: And of course it's the brain exercise as well so your brain still functioning you can still hold information and make your own decisions, not relying on anybody else for day-to-day support.
2: Mm, yeah. That's insanely valuable. I'm seeing that more mm. and more. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I want to be able to move on my own, think on my own, speak on my own.
2: Yeah.
0: I I'd, probably go, I'd probably go to the toilet on my own as well. I think, I think yes. that's I think, I think that one's quite important.
2: Pull up my own pants. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that that's is how I been. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Well, Alan, I am curious. What are your thoughts on, especially because this has really been in a lot of headlines, at least in the U.S. lately? uh, What are your thoughts on the longevity escape velocity theory? Are we going to Aubrey de Grey thinks we're going to get there by twenty thirty six, which is not that far away.
0: Uh, What are your thoughts? Yeah, whenever we speak, I get whenever I speak to Aubrey, I get sort of a lot more motivated, and he's a nice guy. But I don't think it's going to be that soon. I don't think it's going to be twenty thirty six. I hope he's right. But I also think he often says things to try and draw the attention and try and increase funding, which is cool. Cause that's, you know, that's his, that's his job is to bring money into longevity and aging. But yeah, I mean, we never know. It could be very soon. Obviously we have all this AI now. You yeah, know, everybody's heard of GPT and all those things. So with AI, there's going to be a lot that's going to affect healthcare in a big way. So we don't know how fast that's going to be um, at the moment but I believe probably around 2050, is when we'll probably see longevity escape velocity.
2: Hmm. Yeah,
1: 2050 sounds a lot more reasonable to me. And actually, I saw a headline within the last week. I thought it was the CEO of Google, but I couldn't find the headline today. But someone said they thought it was going to happen in the next eight years. I'm like, okay, that's really, really pushing it. But I think, I mean, 2050 is a great goal. And for me, I'm like, you know, I definitely have some old injuries from doing ballet for over 20 years that I'm like, I don't want to need a knee replacement or hip replacement. So as long as yeah. by 2050, we're able to like regrow everything without any potential downsides that I'm
0: in. Well, I, I think, I think what we should probably do as well is for most people, it's important just to focus on what they can do right now, because there's so many things people can do to extend the healthy lifespan that are already available. And if we can get everybody on board with that first, then the longevity escape velocity comes a lot faster.
2: Oh yeah. Great I point. definitely agree. And I know you're a big fan of free, biohacks are free behavioral lifestyle tools Mm -hmm. that we can do. And I think it's important to set that foundation before we bring in the supplementation, which is really powerful, but what are some Mm -hmm. of those behavioral things that you find are really valuable for you or just the general population?
0: Well, I'll speak about my experience first. So I believe fasting or, you know, eating one large meal a day really helps me when my body's not digesting food. It seems seems to do repair work a lot more efficiently sleep, which is one I didn't have much last night because of traveling, but Usually, I'm pretty good with it. So, uh, sleep is very, very important. Again, it's a repair; it's a time when your body's doing repair work, uh, particularly for the brain. Sleep is extremely important and recovery from exercise, as I'm sure we're all aware. Uh, so, yeah, I think the two most important ones are not eating and sleeping, both of which cost zero dollars.
2: I love, yeah. I love the zero dollars. I'm curious about your OMAD experience. Do you find that? Do you think that more people should explore it? Do you think it's more for the male population? And I guess within that what can you share about making sure that you get enough macro and micronutrients in, maybe protein or just vitamins and nutrients in general, any advice there?
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't think, I don't think there's too much of a difference between male and female when it comes to that, but I can only talk for me personally. I don't do it every day, but when I do do it, I feel a lot better. And it also depends on your goals. You know, if you're looking to build muscle, it's probably not the best option. If you, your goal is solely to be healthier, then it may well be a good option for you.
2: Mm. That is interesting because pre- like muscle is so important to longevity, but also mm. we need to eat more to support muscle protein synthesis. So that's kind yeah, of- Yeah, kind of, exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I think, well,
1: you have to find the balance of, again, what are your goals? What are you currently dealing with? You know, can you get away with the OMAD? And it's so personal, so personal. Um, there's
0: nothing wrong with going through cycles either, you know? So you might be like, right, okay, this month I'm going to be, eating two or three meals a day, going to the gym every day, really stressing those muscles for hypertrophy. And then the next month or for a couple of weeks, you then go right one meal a day, more rest and relaxation, obviously still move around, go for walks, but just less intensity.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, I think that's good. I was going to say, yeah, I mean, you can look at that with everything, like the feast and famine, the anabolic and catabolic, the intense Mm. exercise, the recovery, the sympathetic nervous system, the parasympathetic nervous system, right? It's always, always looking at that balance.
0: Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. And pulsing the stressors, just like we want like progressive overload and exercise. It makes sense that would apply to food as well. So.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's the same same as what we see with resveratrol, isn't it? It's it's a hormetic. Uh, the way it works is by stressing your body, and so the actual benefit of resveratrol isn't resveratrol; it's the body's reaction to resveratrol, which is different to things like NMN and NR, which is where you're giving it something that it's turning into NAD. Resveratrol's benefits come from your body's reaction to it.
2: Ooh, okay. So this is a really good uh, lens into the the supplements. Yeah, a great jumping off point because. Not only do I think the supplement industry is very confusing to people because there's just so much out there. It's hard to know what to trust, but even if we do get what we feel is personalized and right for us, kind it's of like, how do we dose it? So maybe as we go through the products that you offer, we can talk about best practices, but what are you seeing as far as opportunities for healing and anti-aging even before the supplements that then led you to you know, the creation and, and the line that you have that you find is like really beneficial
0: yeah, and i think i think once people understand obviously supplement literally means you know it's supplementing with but but i think once people understand that that supplement and diet are one and the same that kind of switch of mentality is what a lot of like do not age members have had and i think what would benefit a lot of other people you know a lot of our newer members will say oh, i'm taking like 20 capsules a day it doesn't feel right to them because they don't see it as food yet until we explain the key ingredients and it's like all we're doing is taking nature and concentrating that down into the bits you need to supercharge your health and for example Cir6 activator is a seaweed extract right you know resveratrol can be can, can be made from the grape skin and things like that and japanese knotweed so all these natural things that people may already eat all we're doing is finding the important bits concentrating those and putting it into the supplement
2: that's helpful because mm-hmm. i think people yeah, I get a little freaked out about supplements. What's the yeah. synthetic thing in a capsule that I can't relate exactly. to my my food and what's on my plate? Yeah,
0: and people compare it with medication, which is completely different. Like yeah. with medication, you don't you want to be taking as little as possible. Uh, well, unless your doctor's prescribed it, just for clarity, everybody. Disclaimer. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but with supplements, like I say, once you see that, once you understand it is a dietary supplement, it's part of the diet. Then that helps people on their journey to becoming much healthier.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: so you briefly mentioned i know sleep is your maybe sticky spot because you're traveling a lot you're crossing Mm -hmm. time zones a lot and i've heard that nmn and creatine can actually be really good for overcoming jet lag i'm just curious like what are your main things that you're doing to offset your busy travel schedule
0: so i think the key thing to do is the day before try and sort of wake up at the normal wake up time in the place you're going to so sort of preset your body and then take your NMN at that time so NAD levels tend to be highest when we first wake up and then they sort of fluctuate throughout the day and then creatine I'm not sure yet I've not been taking it long enough we've only had uh, creatine monohydrate products out for about a month and it's ridiculously popular we didn't realize how many people wanted creatine um, but because we're seeing all the data now on how much it can help the brain like I say I'm not sure of the link with sleep but what I have seen is the data that links it with um protecting against neurodegeneration and boosting cognitive function. Uh, and obviously obviously we know about the muscle mass. You know, it, it prevents our, it helps to prevent sarcopenia.
2: Yeah, I think yeah. most people think creatine muscle mass, but I've I find in day-to-day practice with coaching most people need creatine. It's showing up as deficient in a lot of lab work. Yeah. So it's awesome that you've created a um Yeah
0: and it's it's really good because the, the creatinine levels are very, they're very commonly tested for in people's blood work. So it's very easy for people to know their levels and know whether they should be boosting them. And plus you can tell from how you feel after taking something for three or four months. And then you say, okay, now I can see my creatine levels higher, but how do I feel? Do I feel better? So creatine is one of those where, you know, you can see the, see the uh, results and effects.
2: So what have you personally felt from supplementing with your creatine? It's monohydrate, correct?
0: It is. um, Not a lot. Not a lot of difference, but obviously I'm. I like to think I'm relatively healthy anyway, so I don't really tend to notice big changes. I had stem cell uh, therapy recently in Colombia. I had no idea if it did anything positive. It didn't do anything negative, which is good. But you know, I, I still felt great, so it doesn't. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I still don't know to this day what it did. I'm going back in May to. i got two shoulder injuries from boxing, and they're both completely buggered. Um, is the technical term. And uh, uh, I'm going back in May and they're going to inject them directly into the shoulders. So then we'll be able to compare MRIs and I'll be able to have a much better Uh, data set to to test whether the stem cells are doing anything
2: yeah it's important to have that diagnostic because anyone that's supplementing especially biohackers that try so many things the jump from a to b is much smaller than it is in an unhealthy population so yeah yeah i'm glad that you mentioned like that diagnostic looking back at your previous scans or something like blood work for creatine to really see like oh look this really is showing up and making a difference
0: Plus MRIs are super cheap in Colombia, so that helps. Oh,
2: <laughs> so everyone get your
1: flight to Columbia. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, we have a friend that does stem cells down in Medellin.
0: Oh, what who what's the which company is it?
1: Uh well, our friend is Mitch Abrams. Is there any uh, chance you know him? That'd be crazy. <laughs> Small world. No, the
0: the guy the guy I use is called John. I think the company's called Blue Phoenix.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: But they're in Medellin, so that's a bit of a coincidence.
1: That's the place to go, I guess. Yeah. So, did you do the full full body stem cell makeover, or were you um, focused on just
0: IV? Just IV.
1: IV. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So rather than injecting directly into certain areas, which is what I'm going to do in May. So. Very cool. Okay. Have to keep us posted. the oxygen uh, therapy as well. The oxygen chamber, um, that tended that seemed to clear my head and help me with clarity of thought, but. You never again because I didn't do too much testing aside from blood work. I don't really know the, the full extent of the benefits. Um, it was something I wanted to try to see if I could get because it's been talked about a lot, and I wanted to see if I could get a really visceral feel to to the extra benefit. I don't think it was worth the cost, but who knows? On you know the blood work will show whether it was it really was worth the cost or not. But in terms of how I felt, it's very difficult for me to feel much better because I'm already healthy. (laughs) So it can can be difficult to track it. And this is why we have the testing kits that do not age. So NAD level, biological age, Um, we're in the process of launching a vitamin D and omega-3 one as well.
2: Awesome. So let's talk about the testing because I think that's so that resonates so much. Renee and I do a lot as well, and it's hard to kind of feel a big difference. So I am very reliant on the testing. So I'm always very pleased to see supplement companies that are offering that. Let's do a before and after and really show the difference on paper for those people that don't have, you know, a large jump from A to B. So can we talk about NAD specifically, the Mm -hmm. NMN product? Actually, just tell our audience what NAD is and why it's important.
0: (laughs) Okay, I'll try and do the elevator pitch for NAD. Uh, (laughs) Nicotinamide nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide is... It's kind of like the fuel for your cell processes so responsible for over 400 processes it's in every cell of your body if you didn't have it you'd be dead in like 10 seconds so pretty important when you're young you have a ton of it and as you get older you have less and less just due because of the uh, natural losing process of the cycle of the cell and we found that boosting it in animals and humans has some pretty amazing effects that would that are akin to anti-aging even though we don't like that term but that's probably wow. the easiest way to explain it to your audience
1: That was a great elevator pitch. I love that. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. And so, yeah, with the testing, I know what I've heard is it's very tricky to test NAD accurately. Like There are some tests available that are not accurate. I know yours is Mm -hmm. top of the line. Can you share a little bit more about that?
0: Yeah, that's right. So it's very difficult because obviously blood loses. It's very difficult to test the blood if you're shipping it overseas or if you don't get it straight away. So at the moment, we use a fixing buffer. So... As soon as that blood's dried on the, it's just a blood spot, not a huge sample. Because it's an at-home kit, we try and make it as easy as possible for people. And then the fixing buffer basically secures and and looks after it so that the blood is still able to be tested accurately. And then that then saves for like up to a month, so it gives you plenty of time to ship it, you know, across borders.
1: Wow, very mm. cool. Okay, okay, yeah, Lauren and I are excited to get our post-NAD results. To see yeah, how much how much N can... M
0: N have you guys been taking?
1: Well, we both went through. I mean, we went through a jar from Do Not Age, and then we've done a couple NAD <laughs> patches. I've been doing NAD IVs actually for the last three weeks. But how,
0: how often did you do the IVs?
1: So I'm doing them once a week, uh, okay. and it's been three weeks now. But I did my post N M N test through you all before I started the IVs. So it'll really be a good test of the supplement alone.
0: And then, yeah, we'll have to get you in a couple of months when we upgrade the NAD test, uh, we'll have to get you a new one out as well. So um, yeah. we're, just making, we're bringing out a couple of extra markers so that people will also get things like magnesium levels, selen- selenium levels. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty exciting. And we're going to also bring everything under one roof so you don't have to leave the Do Not Age page to get your results. And as I mentioned, we've got the new test coming, which is omega-3 and vitamin D. Awesome. Excellent!
2: It's
0: mm.
1: great you're offering that.
2: So what do, what else do we need to know about NAD and how does NMN come in? What do we know? What do we don't know about the precursors? What is really producing the the biggest, <clears throat> I guess, return on investment here?
0: Well, that's that's the million dollar question is which is better. So that, so the two sort of direct precursors to NAD are NMN and NR. And we provide both of those. NR is a Better price? Uh, is it a better price? It's a lower price. <laughs> Whether that's better or not is, you know, in the eyes of the beholder. They raise NAD levels in a very similar fashion to a similar level, and they're far superior to all the further downstream uh, or upstream, sorry, versions of B3. So your nicotinamide and niacin and nicotinic acid and all those things—they have a very minimal effect on NAD level compared to NR and NMN. And for anybody that doesn't know, the reason we can't just take NAD itself is because the molecule is too big. So it doesn't pass through the gut. Um, and it basically just becomes expensive waste, shall we say.
1: Yeah, we don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. And, th- and that's why like the patches and the IVs, all these things are coming out. It's like everyone is like, how do we get NAD into the body? But you're right for the most efficient uh, well, timing and cost. That's the yeah. trick.
0: I'd like to i'd like to try the sub-q you know just just under the skin one um, i've done ivs a few times and then obviously because i have access to these nad, NAD tests i do them very regular and I'm literally like every day ivs are great you're never gonna be able to increase nad as much as pl- literally plug it into your veins but unfortunately like for most people it's cost prohibitive and you'd have to do it every at least every 48 hours so when yeah. i was doing the nad tests for the next 36 hours, and AD was super high, and then it would just tail straight off. Um, by by 48 hours, it was just back to where it was before. So this is why most people choose N-M-N or N-R, and then they just take it every day. It's just that nice little top up to keep you where you should be. Um, I'm taking N-M-N at the moment, but that's just because. I get sent whatever the office sends me.
2: <laughs> lucky, lucky. lucky. <laughs> yeah. So with the capsule supplementation, you mentioned just low level, get it in. Of course, your your mission is to make this accessible, bring the cost down. What yep. are you seeing? Or maybe it's too soon, but with longer term supplementation, is this something we'll have to continue to take? Of course, like
0: yeah. Our so energy again- cycle,
2: carb cycle breaks down as we age. So potentially we will always need it.
0: Yep. And again, it's 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 that link between making sure you're, you're you're viewing it as part of your diet. Because obviously you wouldn't say, Should I stop eating? Will I just stop eat one stop eating one day? Like you're always <laughs> gonna have to keep fueling the body, right? So that's that's what yeah. it's all about. So basically, what most of these ingredients are designed to do are find the levels of molecules in the body that fall and replenish them, or vice versa, if there's something that gets too high keep it down. So for example, apigenin helps to suppress you know, unhealthy levels of CD38. So that's essentially what most of the ingredients are trying to do. And obviously we're doing the science in the background and now we've sort of completed the loop as well. And we have the consumer facing website so people can buy direct from us.
1: Great. And wh- how come NMN needs to be on an empty stomach? It's just absorbed better?
0: No, it doesn't actually make a difference. But the reason we say that is because most people don't, haven't eaten a large meal while they were sleeping. The, the important bit is to take it as soon as you wake up because of what I mentioned earlier about that natural NAD cycle. So you want it you want to spike those NAD levels when they're naturally supposed to be high anyway, because NAD is very, very, the NAD cycle is very closely linked with the circadian rhythm cycle as well.
1: Mm. Mm. Okay. I need to be better. I'm, I've been taking it around noon-ish. I got to bump that up to when I wake up. Well,
0: because, of, because I'm out of whack at the moment because of flying, I had mine about an hour ago and it's, 4pm here. So I'm being a hypocrite today.
2: (laughs) No harm, just more beneficial if you can get it like in tandem with the cortisol. Hey, biohackers, you know what I find really frustrating? when I cannot sleep through the night. Lying awake with my mind racing, worrying about all the things I have to do the next day, not getting into deep restorative sleep that I need to feel my best the next day. Nothing bothers me more, and if you've been listening to our show for a while, you already know how important sleep is for our health. Luckily, ever since I added magnesium breakthrough to my nightly routine, I find I'm able to quiet my mind and more successfully stay asleep through the night. Yes, of course, there is a stress management component here, but did you know that nutrient deficiencies can disrupt our sleep? Also, did you know that over 75% of the population is specifically magnesium deficient? The problem is most magnesium supplements are proven to be ineffective because they only contain one to two forms of magnesium. Magnesium breakthrough, however, contains all seven forms of this essential nutrient, which is a cofactor for so many metabolic pathways in the body, but also supports our nervous system in stressful situations. If our nervous system is calm and we're nutrient replete, sleep efficiency just looks better and better. Not only does Magnesium Breakthrough help us stay asleep, but it also helps to downregulate and feel more relaxed and grounded before bedtime. Additionally, Magnesium Breakthrough is also really wonderful for supporting digestion, muscle recovery, and healthy bone density. Our bodies really love it. But unfortunately, because of poor soil quality, we just don't get enough from food these days. If you're having trouble sleeping, winding down, or just shutting off your monkey mind, we think you will love this full-spectrum magnesium supplement. If you want to check it out, simply go to magbreakthrough.com backslash biohackerbabes and you can use code biohackerbabes10 during checkout to save 10%. That's magbreakthrough.com backslash biohackerbabes, code biohackerbabes10. If you are ready to up level your sleep, your nervous system, and your nutrition, and I know you are, because you're a biohacker and you don't mess around, check out Mag Breakthrough. All right, let's get back to the show.
0: Plus, one of the things that's important to us is getting people into routine as well. Because yeah. we have some people that are just like they forget everybody's busy, right? So they they'll forget a few days a week, or maybe even just two days a week, and that's enough to really knock off 90% of your benefits in the long run. And we know from the people who have been you know, do not age champions for three plus years, we can see their health results and the longer people are on these ingredients, the better the results. So for us getting people into a routine is really, really important because otherwise, well, we don't hear our mission, which is to extend healthy lifespan, but also it can then create confusion because people will say, oh, my results, This I saw this person, their results haven't been that good, but the reason is because they've not been taking what they should have in the right dose or for the right amount of time, you know?
2: or mm, doing all sense. the other behavioral lifestyle factors that just support these natural yeah. processes. Well, of so probably... course, we get
0: we get some members like that too. They're like, "Look, I love McDonald's. I don't like exercising, so I'm just <laughs> I'm getting a little top-up from you guys." Which is fine, but it's not it's certainly not what we recommend. And, and obviously you won't see the true benefits if you do that. Yeah,
2: then. you can have your own goals, but don't but then you can't compare, right? <laughs>
0: you, you cannot you yeah. cannot out supplement lack of movement. That's just not possible.
1: Yeah. Amen yeah. To that yeah. Although there is an ingredient on the market, and I know they're saying that it mimics exercise. They call it exercise in a bottle.
0: Yeah. I'm what is am blanking
1: on the I'm blanking on the name right now?
0: Is no, it, semagl- it doesn't exist. Is that, is that the one? Which one? Semaglutide.
1: No, so- not semaglutide. Oh gosh. Sorry. I shouldn't have brought it up because now I can't remember the name. If it comes to me, I'll I'll pop it back in here. But um it's okay. I
0: mean resveratrol does some exercise memetics as well, but
1: yeah, I, let's I talk about you know, how that works. How does resveratrol,
0: no, but, I, but I also think it, I think it's a bit of a dangerous game because then you will get a lot of people. Again, people are busy. They just look at the headline. And if the headline is take this, you don't need to exercise. That's not good advice. In you know, no yeah. matter how good the supplement is. No, uh, but yeah, unless so, it's
2: compounding the effects. So, do you think it's something that activates? Oh the yeah. yeah.
0: The vast, the vast majority of our supplements are work a lot better a healthier body so again yeah. that's what i'm talking about with compounding over time so we help it get the body get healthier then as the body gets healthier the supplements more powerful and it's just this things are always spiraling they're either spiraling good or spiraling bad and you want to make sure you're going the right way
2: but always spiraling this way. yes
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah nothing ever stays the same the only constant is change right
2: yeah ah uh, yes very true. So tell us about resveratrol. Why is it important to anti-aging? And let's get in back into the pulsing, the dosage.
0: Sure. So for resveratrol, you know we see most people take between sort of 500 milligrams, and one gram a day. I'm a, I'm a gram a day. We do have we do allow people to take more, but it's not needed. Once you get up to sort of like the five gram, which nobody would take, hopefully uh, a day range. That's when it gets a little bit. Dangerous, I pro- probably suppose is the right word, because as I mentioned earlier, it's a hormetic. So the way resveratrol works is giving your body stress, <laughs> something that's not actually good for it. And the benefit you get is how your body responds to resveratrol. So a lot of people, if they're sick or if their immune system's low or whatever, then they might stop taking resveratrol because they don't want to add any stress to it at all. So resveratrol is one that you may in certain times not take. Uh, and, and basically the way it works, it activates something called sirtuin-1. I can, do you want me to talk about sirtuins or do you think you, your audience will will know about them?
2: Um, yes, yeah, so I'll just jab in there really quick. Resveratrol is an antioxidant, so we're balancing oxidation, correct? So how can mm-hmm. we, I guess, spot when we potentially would need more support for oxidation?
0: Um, it's a difficult one. Like I say, if, if you don't overdose, it, then... The I don't think there's much like we don't see anybody have any negative effects with that resveratrol. And we have more than two hundred thousand people taking it. The only I mean, the only side effects are things like some people with the first couple of weeks get an upset stomach, but there's nothing nothing more serious than that. And yeah, so I think I think resveratrol is an important one. There's been a lot of and I think that's where the controversy, so called controversy around it comes from, because people are looking at it as a stressor and saying, Oh, this is this is bad for the body, and it's like, Well, yeah, but that's the good bits. it's the same as exercise. It's like, you know, if I lift that heavy weight, it's not technically good for my muscle because it breaks it down. But when it builds it back, it builds it back bigger and stronger. Mm-hmm. Similar thing.
2: Yeah. yeah, right. Okay, that makes sense. So yeah, sirtuins, tell our audience. Yes. For anyone that doesn't know what a sirtuin is, they're gonna learn right now.
0: I should have got my elevator pitches ready, shouldn't I? Um, okay. <laughs> this is past so us. <laughs> sirtuins are, the proteins go around the body and they do the repair work. And ultimately, aging is just damage and the accumulation of damage. So the reason we don't look 90 years old by 12 is because those sirtuins that are going around the body doing lots of repair work are doing it very accurately and actively um, when we're young. And just like NAD decreases with age, sirtuin activity also decreases. And sirtuins use NAD as fuel. So that's quite important as well. Less NAD, less sirtuin activity. So... Um, The example that David Sinclair always gives is is Pac-Man. So think about Pac-Man going around the body, clipping off acetals, doing its repair work, essentially. And when when you're young, it's like this. And then as you get older, it's like this. And so as such, more damage accumulates, and hence we see aging. So there are seven different sirtuins, all responsible for different things. Number six is the most important. And I think it's pretty well agreed that number one is the second most important. And resveratrol activates sirtuin one.
2: Mm. Awesome. I like the Pac-Man analogy. We have a Pac-Man machine game in our parents' house, and I used yeah. to be much better at it. So. Well, yeah, there you
0: go. So uh, that fits. <laughs> well, I tried I tried to think of my own analogy, and I thought David's is, is better, so I'll, I'll steal David's.
1: Yeah, no, it's really good. Yeah. Anytime you can <laughs> incorporate Pac-Man into the analogy, I, I get it immediately. So yeah. <laughs> that's great. That's great. So tell us more about Sir 2 and 6. Why is that, I guess, more important, so important. than most of the other ones?
0: It's, it's the one that we see most active in centenarians, supercentenarians, you know, people in areas that, where people tend to be healthier. They've been tested for sirtuin 6 activity, and it's the one that's seen to be most active. And um, you
1: can test that by blood? You're looking at um, I
0: don't know. I don't know how they test it. We've not tested it. So we okay. we test SIRT-6 activation using Professor Vera Gorbanova's lab, the Gorbanova Aging Research Center. Um, your audience may have seen a TED Talk. She did one on hyaluronic acid which obviously then ended up turning into our pure hyaluronic acid product, which I believe you guys are taking? Yes. Good, yeah. So cert 6 essentially we put our heads together, myself and, and Professor Vera Gorbanova, and you know we knew we needed to find something. It was like, look, we've resveratrol activates cert one great. We need something that activates cert 6 And there was a few things we looked at, whether it was like um, was it blueberries and um, different types of coitin and stuff like that. And ultimately we had a breakthrough and managed to stumble upon Cert Six Activator. I say we. We funded it, but Vera did all the hard work. So I can't I can't take any any credit there. Uh, and of well, you're course you're here I,
2: right now, so you get the credit.
0: <laughs> and of course as as fast as we could, we you know made that into a consumer product so that people can can buy it directly and it's called Cert Six Activator so that people know it's been every single batch has been tested to ensure that it activates the two and six because um, this particular strain of seaweed that we use some of it doesn't activate cert 6 some of it inhibits cert 6 and only very few batches actually activate cert 6 And so obviously, they're the batches that we turn into the consuming product. Hmm.
1: Is that the link? Um, I've heard there's a certain type of seaweed, obviously consumed a lot more in Asia, especially Japan, and they think that's why the Mm -hmm. cancer rates are lower? Is there a connection there?
0: Yeah, that's one that's one of the reasons. Well, I mean we can we can come onto that if you want because that fits quite well with our human trial that we're doing with Six Activator. So oh,
1: yes, great. I
0: can start with the mouse trial. I sent you guys that screenshot from the halfway point. So I don't think yeah. flash that so, up.
1: Yeah, if anyone wants to see the image, I'm gonna go ahead and share my screen. So this will be on YouTube. Can you guys see that? Yes. yes.
0: Okay, great. So, so I'll show that for a minute here. Yeah, essentially, we obviously had two groups, control group, and then mice being fed Cir6 activator. So this is the mouse trial data, and this is the halfway point. So we have actually got the finished data now, but because it's not been published yet, we're going to wait and do a, you know, big confetti everywhere kind of thing. And so the mice that were fed sort of CertSix activator, they saw a huge reduction in their frailty score. So they ended up living a lot longer, So long, so much longer, in fact, that the study was extended like multiple times. Due to how long the mice lived so that was pretty great uh, and of course it's not just living longer it's been healthier you can see on screen um, the frailty scores and how reduced how much reduced they are for the ones that are taking certain activator you can see that it worked for both males and females which is great because often these mouse trials show big differences between the sexes and yeah so it's you know they're healthier they're more active less diseases less cancer and the results were so profound that Professor Gorbanova was like, we got to get this in humans ASAP. So we've now started a, a human trial. Thank you. For, uh, you, can, you don't need that on the screen okay. anymore. <laughs> thanks. Yeah, um, thanks for sharing I mean, that. Yeah, That's great. N- no worries. And we've now started this human trial, which is taking people that have had cancer and been through chemotherapy. And we believe that the the ones taking Cetis-6-Activator will not see any recurrence of tumors. So... That's pretty big. We're quite confident about it, but of course, you have to wait till the data's out before you can make any claims. Um, and yeah, so that's, that'll obviously take several years because it's in humans and not mice. But mm, Professor Gulbanova and I are very excited about it. Um, and aside from that, Circus X Activator has a ton of other benefits in terms of protecting telomeres, um, reducing inflammation. It's our most popular ingredient by a long, long way. <laughs>
2: mm, yeah. yeah. Wow. What about the neuroprotective roles and potentially for Alzheimer's risk?
0: Yeah, and I think a lot of our a lot of our ingredients have those benefits. So, CERT 6 activated obviously does it through SIRT6, uh, and of course, reducing inflammation has that knock-on effect as well. So the more we learn about the body and aging, the more we learn it's all connected, you know? Mm. And so that's why every little thing is important. And also another reason why you can't out-supplement a bad, you know, exercise regime or, or a non-existent one, uh, because you need all of it really to be perfect.
2: Yeah. yeah. So I, I mean, from a marketing perspective, it's interesting to say this could potentially help with Alzheimer's or this could help prevent recurrence of cancer, but really we're just upregulating our natural healing abilities.
0: Yeah, exactly. All we're doing is helping the body out, by helping the body to do what it what it was built to do in the first 30 years of life. And we're just trying to replicate it forever, essentially.
2: Just stay uh, 30 forever.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because nature nature tends to help you live long enough to raise your children so that you can continue um, and then that's it. Then it's like, well, you're done with now. They're having their own children. We don't need like nature. Doesn't want, nature doesn't <laughs> yeah. want grandparents. It doesn't see any, any need for them.
2: That's oh. ridiculous. Cause my parents still take care of me. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, that, that's really
1: interesting about the cert six because actually I have a family member who recently, she, she's so sweet. I help her with her supplements and she mm-hmm. says, tell me which one supplement I need to take. So I live forever. And she just said that a couple of days ago. I'm like, perfect timing. I will ask. And I kind of thought, you know, at first NMN or NAD, right? But she, mm-hmm. she's also a cancer survivor. So now I'm like, oh, maybe start 6 is actually the way to go.
2: What's up, biohackers? Have you been seeing red light devices everywhere and thinking, why would I need a box that shines bright red light? You may be thinking, our ancestors didn't use these fancy light boxes. And you are correct. So what has changed and why do we need them? The answer is mitochondrial dysfunction. Our modern world and lifestyles have become quite toxic. We are constantly being bombarded by environmental stressors, poor stress management, And we're being undernourished by a less nutrient-rich food supply, which is causing a breakdown of optimal mitochondrial function, which is responsible for our energy production some of the classic signs and symptoms of mitochondrial dysfunction, which I think a lot of us have come to believe are normal, include fatigue, poor endurance and recovery, weakened and vulnerable immune systems, digestive issues, chronic muscular and joint pain, vision problems, headaches, migraines, nausea, loss of appetite. Now, I know these sound all quite dramatic, but I think we all experience them on a small scale throughout our lives. These are all downstream effects of modern living. Now, the first step towards optimizing our mitochondria is to reduce exposure from these environmental stressors like commercial household and beauty products, toxic chemicals in our air, and our homes, poor air quality, mold, mycotoxins, also underlying infections, and nutrient deficiencies. But once we can optimize our nutrition and exposure, it is time to turn the lights on with red light therapy. Red light therapy, also called Photobiomodulation, or PBM, utilizes specific wavelengths of light to affect our cellular health. As LightPath LED founder Scott Kennedy says, red light does one thing. It helps the mitochondria produce more ATP energy, and from there it creates a cascade of effects. There seem to be endless benefits that red light can bring to the human body. New studies on PBM are emerging every single day, but some of the well-known benefits include faster wound healing, better circulation, stronger vision and ocular health improved mood and energy optimized fertility and definitely less pain and inflammation some people believe we should consider red light a nutrient and when combined with near infrared light it can penetrate deep into our cells to support the nervous system organs muscles skin and so much more There are a multitude of red light devices on the market, but we encourage looking for high quality bulbs, efficient power output, focused beam angles, I know that's a fancy one, and specific and varied wavelength options, plus very important decreased EMF production. This is why LightPath LED is our chosen device because they check the boxes on all of these very essential variables. We cannot recommend this company more. And personally, I really don't go a single day without using my LightPath device. So if you're curious and interested and you want to check out LightPath, you can go to lightpathled.com. That's www.lightpathled.com. And you can check out their new diesel line, which is really incredible pulsing light. Some really cool benefits there, which we've talked about on our Instagram. So head over there, check out the benefits. But you can use code biohackerbabes at checkout to save 10%. That's LightPath path led and code biohacker babes all right enjoy the red light and let's get back to the show
0: yeah and i think why it's difficult because when people ask you know people email do not age and they'll say oh this person's got cancer what can i do and legally we we just have to say we're not allowed to give medical advice on that speak to right your doctor. right and it's so painful because what i really want us to be able to do is say if it was my mother here's what i would do Right,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, uh, and, that would, and that would make sure, particularly for cancer, I would make sure they were taking boost and cer6 activator in huge doses.
1: Yes, we're we're not giving medical advice on the show, right? We're all NF mm-hmm. one experimenters, and we share what we find works best for us. But everyone's yeah. unique, and yeah, you always have to work with a practitioner for sure. That's but it. Yeah. Appreciate you saying that. Thank you.
2: Yeah, I guess in that the same vein, if we are upregulating all those pathways with the cer like reducing inflammation, supporting oxidative stress, supporting DNA repair, is there potentially less need for NAD because we've then just upregulated that energy production cycle?
0: Again, it, it's, it's sort of a chicken and egg thing. You know, if you don't have enough NAD, uh, then the sirtuins won't be able to work no matter how much you try and activate them. So I, I, I think they just go together so well, you know. So CERT6 so activator, yes, is our most popular ingredient, but our second most popular are the NAD boosters, whether it's NR or NMN So that that kind of shows you that they're both equally as important. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. And then where does TMG come into play? Is it that so, is t- helpful methyl yeah. donor?
0: Yeah, exactly, and, and TNG packs a punch for something that's you know, like twenty, but less than twenty bucks, I think, for 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 a month's supply. So, trimethylglycine is is, is number three. So again, because okay. that goes hand in hand with the NAD booster. Again, they all kind of tend to come together.
1: Right. I'm wondering, is it maybe irresponsible to be taking NMN without TMG I believe so.
0: There are some people that do it, but I believe so. I think, it, I think it's a, a little bit daft because you could be wasting it. Essentially, you want to make sure as much of that NMM becomes NAD as possible. And by taking a TMG, you're, you're helping yourself do that.
1: Yeah. I remember I heard uh, Dr. Chris Shade speak a couple of years ago. And he said, if you're taking any kind of NAD support product and you're not feeling a difference, he says it's because you need probably something like TMG um, yeah. and maybe, fact,
0: you know, methyl. B12, yeah, folate, methyl, but. Methylcobalamin, some people use. Mm-hmm. Any methyl donor will work. So,
2: yeah, that's good to know. What are best practices for the TMG? Does it need to be pulsed like the resveratrol? Is this a daily consistent intake? No, daily.
0: So, you, you know, you want to make sure you're taking your NMN and TMG uh, daily along with your CERT6 activator. Again, it's about getting in that routine. Make it like brushing your teeth. You know, nobody thinks about brushing their teeth. You just do it when you wake up, right? So it needs to be it needs to be the same as that. Otherwise, you won't get the benefits if you start missing stuff out. Yeah. You know, some yeah. people some people then forget to take it if they go on vacation, and once you you know two weeks off it, it can mess everything up. So.
1: Okay, what else do we want to talk about? Uh Maybe other things that are in the starter pack, like Versitin. That yep, became again. such a hot one during the pandemic, but <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So again, we had a load of people messaging in. Will this help me with my COVID? Uh, we're, not allowed, we're not allowed to give medical advice. And I'm thinking, yeah, yes, it will. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but you didn't uh, hear it here. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but yeah, so quercetin is a, a another one, I think, that packs a huge punch because of its help with allergies. A lot of people have allergies in some respect. It's a little bit like we call it the exercise of supplements because it doesn't have a huge impact on any particular pathway or hallmark of aging. It has a little one, a little impact on all of them. You know, so it's a bit of an all-rounder. Increases the effectiveness of your resveratrol as well. So has some senolytic effects, very, very slight. But yeah, so quercetin certainly packs a punch, and that's why it's in the starter pack.
2: Great. So if someone were mm-hmm. to just start out fresh to do night age and they got the starter pack how would mm-hmm. you suggest that they titrate and start dosing and, and also like responsibly experimenting so they can really start to feel a difference and understand the differences that they
0: feel okay bear with me then i'm gonna have to look what's in the starter pack i can't even remember now
2: well i wrote well, we wrote you down N M N.
0: yeah
2: <laughs> and i'm sure it changes all the time nmn tmg quercetin resveratrol right. apogen insert six Yes. So apigenin is um, the only one we haven't touched on.
0: Yeah, apigenin is the one that I mentioned earlier that reduces CD38. So talking about things getting too high, things getting too low in the cells, CD38 is is a protein. You do need it, but you end up having too much of it over time. And again, it uses NAD as fuel. So the more CD38 you have, the less NAD you have to use for things like situins. So apigenin just helps keep a lid on that. We've touched on quercetin. Obviously, we've got resveratrol, TMG. Yeah, so all the dosages and everything are included. So when we send out these orders, we also send out a little brochure. And in that brochure, it goes through all the ingredients, where we're sourcing, you know, why we do it, what it, what effect it's going to have on your body, and the recommendations in terms of when to take it and stuff like that. Hmm.
1: Okay. You just mentioned sourcing. Can you share a little bit more about that? I know your company's doing a lot to be really careful and safe with the sourcing and testing yeah, everything, well, which um is so appreciated today because in 2023 i mean just especially with amazon selling supplements there's just so much junk
0: on the market so yeah
2: not amazon yeah.
0: i think that, yeah so, I think... can
2: you share
1: a little bit more about what you all are doing in that realm
0: sure i mean first of all i would hope somebody listening to a podcast called biohacker babes would know you don't buy supplements on amazon that's, <laughs> that's we're that's, always
1: that's, reminding that, people
0: that's rule the amazon one, right? is
1: just like dangling this beautiful thing, like, hey, we can get you all your supplements in the next six hours for this price. So I think people get tempted, but we got to remind them.
0: It's crazy as well, because a lot of people don't know how Amazon works. They they think they're buying something from Amazon, like from Jeff Bezos. And it's like, that's not how it works. It's just some dude or some lady in their mom's basement that's set up an account and is shipping stuff and usually drop shipping and all that. It's all crazy. We won't get into it, but essentially don't buy from Amazon. If you're going to put it in your body, don't buy it from Amazon. Um, Yeah, Thank you. That's a good rule to go by. If you want to buy a book, Amazon.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yes. Books. Okay. Um, Yeah.
0: (laughs) But yeah, in terms of the supplement industry as a whole, it's pretty horrific. I think I'm actually going to, if I ever, I'm no longer the CEO, do not age, then I would kind of go on a bit of a campaign and spread more or more information. I don't really want to do it right now because it just takes away from the mission. I want to focus on what we're doing. And secondly, it might look like just bad mouthing other people, you know. Um so I'll wait until I'm one day if I'm ever not involved with dinner Age, and then I'll tell everybody. But essentially the supplement industry is a complete travesty. And that's why, you know, people always ask us like why as the research organization, why are you selling supplemented normally you do the research and then you might license it to a supplement company but you know we don't trust traditional supplement companies with our ingredients you know and if we're going to stick to our mission which is extending healthy lifespan for as many people as possible then you know we basically had to close the loop ourselves and make a consumer facing website so they can buy directly from us and that way we keep control of the whole process so we know what we give to that person is exactly what it should be you know, no fillers, no purity issues, no heavy metals, all that kind of stuff. And that gives you an idea of what some of the problems are with most supplements. And um, we weren't surprised because, you know, business always has bad actors. We were surprised about like how the vast, vast majority are the bad actors. Right? We thought it was going to be like a small amount. Um, so that, that surprised us. Uh, and the number of products that do not, the, the, the ingredients that are actually in it don't match the label. That really surprised us as well. We just thought they might be a little bit impure or have some fillers or but no, it's it's worse than anybody could ever imagine. <laughs> and uh like I say, I'll go I'll go more in depth if I'm ever not involved with Dr. Age.
1: Yeah, I think so, maybe maybe we need a documentary to come out, like the dirty secrets of the supplement industry. Yeah. Throw yeah. it out there. Someone wants to produce that
0: it's pretty mm. it's, it's it's pretty shocking so what we so what we're doing is we're controlling the whole process so i mentioned six activator earlier you know we're going around all corners of the world to try and source that we've got facilities in the uk in the usa in europe and we're also expanding those as well growing them making them bigger we're looking at Canada in a couple of months and before the end of the year we'll have Australia as well um so we're, we're, we're struggling to keep up with demand at the moment so we have to keep growing and obviously because we're very picky <laughs> extremely picky you know that it's not an easy thing as like, right pop up manufacturing there you have to you know it takes a long time for us to do it because we we don't just get new staff in that area we take our staff and you know do it all that way so it's uh, it's very very important to us because you know reputation can be built over a long time and be lost like that so it's super important that we we like control freaks
2: <laughs> well oh, thank you, you for being that you have high standards and we appreciate that yeah. 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 Someone's yeah. got to hold, hold some boundaries here. If yeah, we're going to yeah, turn yeah. this industry around. Yeah. So I think we made a nice round trip flight on all of the compounds and, and what you offered. Do you think we missed anything?
0: Uh, let me, let me go back, go back to my website. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or if you just want to share um, what's the easiest way for people to learn more about doing age and, and really just like best practices for starting.
0: So I th- we have somebody now in digital that's posting on the social media stuff. Um, I'm not really a social media person and Do Not Age hasn't really been big on that in, in, in the past, but we're starting to do it this year because we know that's part of life now, I guess. Um, but ultimately, it's always going to be the email list. The email list is it's what we do. That's how we communicate. There's usually two or three a week and we'll update you on the latest research, what's going on in the longevity world. If there's anything new or exciting in terms of ingredients you can purchase from us or testing kits, all that kind of stuff. So I think the email list is probably the best way for people to do it. So jump on donotage.org and somewhere in there, there'll be a little thing where you can put your email in, I'm sure.
2: Little pop-up, little birdie that says, come on in. Yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah. that's right. Yeah, the
2: email. I love the emails. I love that you do that. So yeah,
0: so it all stems from when I first got into the industry, I I had to talk myself teach myself how to read a scientific study because I didn't know. And they use <laughs> ridiculous words that they don't need to. There's a perfectly good normal word, but scientists just have this way of speaking. So yes. basically what we, what we do is now, so what I did for myself, i have now trained the team. And what they do is they do it for everyone else because most people aren't scientists, right? They just want to know how's it going to affect me. Tell me roughly what's going on in the study and then what I can do about it. So that's what we try and do. We try and keep it very simple very easy to read Uh, emails are always sent in large text as well you guys might notice because obviously we do Mm -hmm. have some older uh, clients so yeah we used to do them as a with a black background and white text because it's kind of our you know black and white colors but we've changed it recently to to the white background because a few people said that was easier for them to read so we're just trying to make things as simple as possible for people in order to extend their healthy lifespan.
1: Amazing.
2: Very much appreciated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's like nothing more humbling than trying to read a scientific study.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's frustrating oh, yeah. Yeah. at
2: times. Yeah.
0: yeah. I don't think I've ever felt as daft.
1: <laughs> I, I get not it
0: allowed. every day. I've been so you know, meetings with all these different researchers and online, mostly Zoom kind of things. Or, and, you know, they're all, once they get going and they talk in researcher talk, I'm like trying to keep up. It's like we're just learning a new language. Oh, <laughs> truly. Yeah, I understood that bit. I understood that bit. Um, you're
2: like, tell me what I need to know.
0: Bullet yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: points,
1: please. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Amazing. Well, we'll link to all of that in the show notes for today's episode. So the website, all the social media links, so people can follow you, see what you're doing and uh, learn more. We want to ask one final question to you, Alan, if you can leave oh. our audience with a piece of advice, something they can start doing today to optimize their health.
0: Imagine your deathbed and imagine... What you might regret doing today on your deathbed, that's my piece of advice. And that doesn't have to be health-related. It could be anything to do with anything. If you're considering doing, I've always wanted to do this, go do it.
1: Yeah, that's powerful. Sure. Yeah. Wow, in almost 200 episodes, we've never had anyone say anything like that, but that's such a powerful thing to think about. Yeah, I'll be contemplating yeah. on
0: that today. Yeah, there you go. You two are going to go do it now.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm already, my mind has
2: already loved this podcast. I'm already picturing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to go. Bye.
1: <laughs> awesome. Well, well, thank well, thank
2: you. you. Thank you for so much for sharing your wisdom. And we're very excited to share Do Not Age with our audience. And just very appreciative of your time today. Thank you.
0: All right. Thank you, ladies. I really appreciate it. And,
2: and thanks, thanks to everyone that
1: tuned in. We'll see you next time.
2: Love this episode of the Biohacker Babes podcast? Head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We truly appreciate your support. Until then, happy biohacking.